Well, hello. It must be Sunday and it must be four o'clock because here I am. There is Carly and there you are tuning into the wonderful Katie Canine Show. Hope your week is great and I'm hopefully um, you got your arc built after Thursday's rain. We had up in Hugo, we had four and a half inches of rain. And believe me, washed our driveway. We got a dirt driveway. And, um, it's got what's called recycle on it. And uh, honest to God, we had some major, major washouts. It was unreal. I was waiting for a chicken to go floating by. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it was just, oh, man, it was nuts. And I had class Thursday night, so it's kind of tough to talk in the school with that rain pounding. But, boy, we got her done, so it was, it was pretty good. So where were you in the, when the monsoon came? <laughs> um, I was coming home from... Uh, the elementary school. So I was stuck on the roads and people, you know, people drive like crazy people. Mm. Like uh, they don't get it. Uh, I get it. It's water. But like when it's that much water, we got to be careful because no kidding. that's where hydroplaning comes in. Yep. And, and then I don't want to get hit because some stupid person or the big four by four yeah. thinks, let's just sail through. Exactly. And then sends the whole wall of that puddle. Yeah, it's like a tidal wave. Yeah, into your car. And exactly. Like, and all of a sudden now your car stops and it's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. So it's yeah. crazy. But I made it home safely. But oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it was just, I like I was telling you uh, before the show started, I, I literally in my head was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to yeah. die. This is not going to be a fun way to leave this yeah. earth. But, uh, I'm gonna you drown. know, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, but it, I made it. it was so. a, yeah, it was yeah. Boy, That was a lot of water, four and a half inches. But I couldn't wait to check the rain gauge. I was all I was oh, yeah. like a kid on a hot yeah. tin roof. Like, I got to go check the rain gauge. I got to go check the rain gauge. And hope all of you guys got rain gauges too. Rain gauges are important because it's, it's a conversation piece. Because like, you know, after rain like that, okay, then I, you know, how much rain did you get? How much? Because, you know, rain doesn't. You know, just on the street, they got 3.7. We got right. 4.5. You wow. know, so it's, yeah. and that was just, you know, a mile and a half down the road. Absolutely. So, uh, so it's different. So that's why everybody needs a rain gauge. So run out there and get your rain gauges. <laughs> I think my parents have one that's attached to their house that if, depending on a certain amount of like, however much rain falls mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Our sprinkler system, because we have like an automatic sprinkler system, oh. it doesn't go on. Oh, is that a, that's yeah, something like that. So it's like, water. yeah. Very neat. Or, yeah, I don't know. It does something like that. But anyway, yeah. And I want to remind people that if you have a cat that is a neighbor's cat that is coming into your, you know, yard and doing their doo-doos or even a dog coming into your yard doing doo-doos and you're like, hello. Remember a couple of weeks ago we mentioned this is that get yourself a uh, a sprinkler that is motion sensitive right. so when the cat walks past it he's gonna get blasted with water and all of a sudden your yard isn't so cool to go potty in and same with dogs so get a motion sensitive but then you have to remember that too so when you go past it that you don't get blasted either but most cats will come around at night to go potty so usually you're in bed so. but yeah motion sensitive sprinklers really help keep detour varmints from your uh, from your area i don't know if it works with rabbits somebody should try that and let me know let <laughs> us all know because i yeah. think everyone is looking for a rabbit deterrent yeah. oh yeah rabbits this year yeah. are pretty they there are a lot of them <laughs> yeah yeah they were fruitful and multiplied yeah. a lot <laughs> so anyway so hopefully you got a lot of questions for me next sunday as a reminder we're gonna have dr jessica levy holistic vet on that's next sunday but this sunday we'll be taking your your calls dog cat quest now i went as i was at uh with nutrisource yesterday at hounds and hops with right. cities yeah. uh, uh, city pages and it was a, a very good time it was the good. second year they did it and uh-huh. it was uh, in a parking lot, and thank the Lord that it was not last Saturday when it was 90 and 80. Right, humi- yeah, when you were just yeah. drenched oh, in sweat. There's no way. I, I would have been screaming at everybody with their dogs, like, yeah. get the dogs off the tar. 
And anyway, but no, it was very, very fun. I did a little Q&A from noon to 1230, had some questions and such like that. And uh, and then I had four people. I helped four people. One person had a golden doodle. Yeah. And uh, she's just being, she's dressed to the nines, right? I mean, just, you know, jewelry. Just, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, uh, her outfit wasn't conducive to hounds and hops. <laughs> but Interesting. Anyway, yes. Okay. You know, remember it was in the Northeast Loop, all right, parking yes, lot. Yes, yep. So yep. anyway, I, and so she's just like being literally dragged. And so I grabbed my those star mark collars, S T A R mark collars. I grabbed one of those, came, put it behind my back, walked up, and I said, "You know, I can help you with that pulling." And she looks at me. I said, "I'm a dog trainer, been one for 45 years. So I'll let, can I try a training collar on?" So I bring it out, show it to her, and she's kind of like, "Ah." I said, "Let's just try it." So put it on the dog, and then um, uh, put the leash onto it. And I gave it a couple bumps. Dogs looked at me like, "Say what?" And took him for a little bit of a walk, come back, handed the leash over to her. I said, take him for a walk. I'll keep an eye. You know, I helped her, showed her how to do it and such like that. And um, I need to say she bought the collar, but she couldn't believe in not even five minutes of time how she took a dog that was whipping her around the, you know, the place that all of a sudden the dog was walking so politely and so nicely. And she, and it was a golden doodle that was a year and a half old. And, and, and then I did that with a golden retriever that was yanking <clears throat> their owner clear across the Pecos. And then I did it with uh, two other smaller dogs, uh, a couple, one was a pit cross and one was a Boston Terrier cross. And, and the people were just like, I cre- I did magic. They couldn't yeah. believe in five minutes. And I'm like, folks, so uh, all of you listeners out there with the right training colors, three of these guys had harnesses. You, oh, remember, you know me? Yeah. Harnesses restrain, they don't train. They teach the dog to pull. Right. And you are not being humane with them. Everybody thinks that if the, it's more humane to wreck their whole, you know, their shoulders and their growth plates and such like that and hold them back to restrain them than it is to put a collar on. Okay. But you got to have in charge, you got to get in charge of their head, you know, by way of the neck type thing. And so this is called STAR, S T A R Mark Collar. They come in large and they come in uh, small. So you can ch- check it out online. That's where I get all mine. And uh, I can't tell you folks, just slip it on, put the leash on, give it a bump. And you'd, some dogs, if they've been so used to being, you know, restrained, uh, if you have to have, they have to have had a collar on for at least a week or so. Because if you, they've never had a collar on, you put this collar on, that dog is going to go through the ceiling because it's like, what in the sand bananas is this? Right. So that's why you need to, you know, acclimate, you put a buckle collar on them, let them drag a leash, nylon leash around the house so they step on and get used to, you know, stuff around their neck. Then you can put the training collar on and some dogs i'll believe put the training collar on with the regular buckle collar at first because so they don't get the full effect and yeah. then I'll eventually i'll take the buckle collar off because you do want the collar all by itself but like i said i can't say enough folks get rid of those stupid harnesses because all they do is they strain they don't train you're messing up your dog's skeleton it's by their back their shoulders or they blow lc 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 well, I can't. I don't know what you're talking about. Their back legs. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. A total brain fart. I can't believe this. Uh, LCs. Uh, TLC. TL, not TL. LC. Oh, my goodness gracious. I can't believe this. Okay, never mind. I'll move all forward. I, all I can say is ACLs. The ACLs. Is, that what, you're, is yes. that what you're... Okay. Yes. I was like, I don't know what LCs... The back legs. <laughs> yeah. ACLs. I was trying to figure that out. Oh, I was like, my I don't goodness. Know. Uh, that was a Julia moment. <laughs> but anyway, well, actually, it was a Katie Canine moment. But anyway. <laughs> so ACLs, they blow them out left and right when people are using it because they're trying to power off their back. And a lot of times their front end is up and they're just powering or they're just digging with their front and pushing with their 
their back. And so you, that's inhumane, folks. So get rid of those harnesses. Get a good training collar. Come out to Katie's Canine. Set up a half-hour lesson uh, or just go order it. And it, it's not rocket science. Just remember to to pop, don't pull. Pop the leash, all right? And the dog's going to look at you like, what do you need? So you really, really need that star, S-T-A-R, Mark collar. I sure wish they would pay me advertising on our show because, I mean, they <laughs> We got to reach out, don't we? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Because, like I said, it is, it's, a, it's a wonder collar. I, yeah. I can't tell you. And dogs especially that have flat noses, you know, your Boston, your bull dairy, your Bulldogs, your yeah. your Frenchies, all that Frenchies. Oh, my Lord. It was a Frenchie convention yesterday. At was Halls it really? Hall. Oh, my Lord. Definitely the dog of choice. And yeah, the, the, definitely the dog that's in. I mean, they, half of them were Frenchies. Yeah. And all sizes from little, you know, little small ones yeah. so that they were miniature kind yeah. of sort of to a, a oversized one. <laughs> oversized. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but it was, uh, it was just unbelievable. And so, uh, and dogs that have restriction, that they need this stuff mark collar for the fact it doesn't close tight but yet gets the correction in so they learn to listen to you now if your dog will walk nicely on a harness where you don't even know they're down there that's great but most dogs don't you know until the dog learns how to walk nicely on a leash you shouldn't use a, a harness you are not being more humane to your dog okay so now there's there's my <laughs> there's that's the soapbox for the you. soapbox for the day soapbox awesome. for the day yep. i know it. and so Very good. yeah because people just don't realize that they just think they're being more humane and they're not and it's just it's driving me nuts because it really is it's 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 crazy okay is it that time yeah, is yes it, it is yes, okay. yes. Okay. sorry sorry okay so if you got a question give a holler 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 okay here we go why did the porcupine get sent home from the party why did the porcupine get sent home from the party we'll be back Yay, team. This is Gady K9. I'm here every Sunday, 46. And catch me on podcast and all the shows here on My Talk 1071. We're all on podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Or you can get uh, the My Talk uh, podcast. What is that? Do you have any idea what you remember what that is? If you don't have your own podcast, I can't remember. But anyway, so wherever you get your podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I thought there was a special thing through My Talk. We don't have pie, but anyway, so you can podcast my oh. show. Go to mytalk1071.com, click on Katie Canine and K A T I E, and then K, the letter K and the number nine. And then uh, you can go to my Facebook, you can go to my website, and you can go to get catch my podcast, okay? So, anyway, okay, why did the porcupine get sent home from the party? Think about it, think about it. Um, Something with. His quills, yeah, I don't know. It is. It has to do with the quills. He was popping all the balloons. Popping all the balloons. He was of popping he all was. the balloons at the party. So. That mean he porcupine. Got, yeah, so he got sad. Gosh darn it. Yep. Yeah, boy, those porcupines. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I would. People that live up north where there's a lot of porcupines, there's no way I'd let my dog loose. There would be no way. That dog would be on a long line with me or yeah. in a fence. There's no way. Because, boy, I tell you, that getting those quills pulled out and such like that is no way. No, I'm not not even going down that road. It that reminds road. me of the movie Homeward Bound. Yep. Yep. Yeah, when he gets caught. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> not, it's not Homeward Bound, is it? Yeah, yep. it is. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. But anyway, okay, let's head for the phone line. Give out a 651-641-1071. Sounds good. We got Annette on the line, and she has a question about her Yorkie that keeps sneezing. All right, let's go. Let's jump right in. Hey, Annette, okay. how you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good. So how how old is your Yorkie? Okay, my Yorkie's 15 years old. Okay. He's about four pounds, and he um, has, throughout his life, he's kind of been 
where he's got some OCD issues or nervous <laughs> issues, but he just sneezes all the time. And then he's like cocking his head when he yawns. Okay. Yep. And it kind of turns his head way down. And when I talk to him and just, his name is Jack, if I say, okay, it's okay, it's okay, then he'll kind of stop sneezing. So I never know if it's a nervous thing or something, whether I need to get that checked out for allergies. Or okay, well, no, right away, that's the first thing you think of as allergies, but you know what and a lot of times it is? It's either uh, in the, I don't know if you ever had something like, uh, you get your, your, uh, like your ears itchy or whatever. And it seems yep. like it goes through to your nose okay. sometimes. And so that would, can make them sneeze. If there's sometimes if there's, there's an irritant in the nose, it's usually when they're sneezing, it's 99% of the time, not allergies. It's an irritant to the nose cavity. All right. Okay. Whether they, you know, got into pepper <laughs> or, uh, um, or okay. like I said, they sniffed, uh, sometimes they, there can be, it depends. Like if you use, uh, oils in your house or any kind of perfume yep. stuff that can be an irritant to their nasal passages. All right. Okay. And so, uh, so that's usually what it is. It's, it's usually not, it's not allergies. Allergies usually is itching, over licking paws and stuff okay. like that. Okay. But sneezing is usually in the nasal cavity and sometimes into the ear, you know, that kind of like a t- twangs the nose area yeah. and then yeah. and then they they sneeze and so and at that age you know i mean you know you can have it looked at you know to see if they can put a scope and just see what's going on um sometimes when a dog or and i know some huskies they have uh they've when they started sneezing they wound up having cancer in the nose and, so and they, that's what i wondered i did uh, go to the vet because it was small and they said that you could go and check that out but then at the same time you just don't know so yeah. that's why Yep. I didn't know whether to pursue that or not. Yeah, so. because, but if you got perfumey stuff in your house, if you're a, a, mm-hmm. a smelly person, you know, a good smelly person, not a bad smelly person. Yeah. I, and I, mean, I do, I do have candles sometimes that why well, will use a candle and I wonder if that's what's yep. bothering. And so for, so for right now, I would nix all perfumey stuff. The only thing that you're okay. going to use is maybe lemon water, you know, to okay. spritz the air or whatever type thing, yep. but no candles, yep. no uh, essential oils, no nothing. Because yep. that's, that's okay. nasal passage, you know, ear tints is what it is okay. and then uh like uh, if you got new carpet sometimes or new uh furniture where the dog yep. sleeps that can be a, a, an irritant and so then what you sure. want to do is put something on top of it so the dog isn't actually in it you know type Sounds thing good. and then always use draft soap with a little bit of vinegar when you wash yep. dog stuff you know their clothing or their beds okay. and such like that yep. never use real um in fact most of the time i just use a smidgen of draft and then like a half a cup of uh vinegar white vinegar you okay. know, when i wash stuff for the dogs and so uh because like i said that could be an irritant and especially as his the dog's age uh that you know like i say it could be anything and so you gotta what are you going to do now does he sneeze like a lot or it's just every here and there no he sneezes a lot and it's one of those things where it's it's almost just like it's it's a habit almost for him and so that's why it was something where i wasn't sure what was going on but then at the same time like I said, when I talk with him, he kind of calms down, and mm-hmm. so then I wasn't sure what was going on. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sure that, you know, he'll calm down for a little bit, but then as he gets to moving, then whatever yep. it is could be irritating it. You know, if he sits still yep. and be still, then he's okay, but if he starts moving, yep. then it starts irritating him. And so, yeah, that it's a call. Uh, what you got to do, it, you, like, they, usually what they do is they, they can uh, put a scope up the nose to find out what okay. exactly is, you know, tickling it. But first of all, nix the, uh, all the smells yep. in the house. I will do that. that. That's and, a great suggestion. Yeah, and then yep. what what uh, what food do you feed? Um, I just do solid gold with him. It's just a hard, hard food. Okay. So, you know yep. what though? I would try, I'd get him off of that and put him on a, uh, 
uh, formulated raw diet out of the freezer. Okay. You know, like raw okay. bistro, Northwest Naturals. Or you could do yep. freeze-dried, you know, type thing. Um, you know, if you don't want to handle with the, some people don't like the raw patties. For the dog right. this age in that, because like I said, yep. sometimes too, the food can be irritants all along too. Oh, you know, okay. where there, it could be a little bit of allergies also ir- irritating that. Yep. And yep. so that's why if he's been on that food for a long time that, you know, I mean, remember you got to do rotation, rotation, rotation. Right. And yep. so, but I would slowly introduce that, you know, and rotate it in and then try to flip okay. that over and try that because that I might help. That. And then also too, like, is he on any supplements or anything? I have not done supplements with him. I give, he eats a lot of carrots and apples okay. and loves loves pumpkin and Good. I do a lot of stuff like that for good. him excellent, but yeah I, excellent. I don't have any um, okay okay good 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 because uh, you know if he, his joints are being you know nuts if he's not moving as good you know that whoppity labs right. is awesome that yeah. mobility the senior yep. ability but there are some uh, like uh, some doing pro what if the dog that's that age are doing some probiotics and some digestive enzymes would be a good idea okay, because that's good idea because too. the thing is is that you know as we age we don't produce as many anymore yeah you know? and so overall we want to get his immune system system up and going and just him overall but i would try okay. to pro- i would try pulling them from all processed foods all right. end of story and okay. then i and i got a feeling that's probably going to help you somewhat also all right. okay i appreciate it okay all right. bye-bye have a good one bye-bye all righty then next okay we have kelly joe on the line oh, nice and name. kelly joe has a question about her dog which is a lab that is licking everything all right hi kelly joe how you doing I'm good. How are you? Good. I love the name, Kelly Joe. Wait, is that Thank from the you. South? Are you from originally no. from the? Oh, okay. That's a Minnesota. Oh, you Southwestern got Minnesota. There you go. It's from the South. <laughs> how, yeah. old is he? how old is your lab? <laughs> He's five. Okay. And how long have you had him? Since he was a puppy. See, a puppy? Okay. And so is this a new thing, licking everything, or has he always done this, or what's going on? It seems to have gotten a lot worse lately. Okay. Lately, as in the last month, the last two months, what? Six months. Okay, last six months. Okay, and what is he licking? I know you said everything, yep. but give me give me a hint. <laughs> okay, so he licks his paws. Okay, but not not his paws like his pads, but like his legs. Okay, yep, all right. And then he licks me. He licks clothes. He licks my husband. The all right. pillows. All right. Okay. Okay. The table. Oh. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got it. We got a visual now. All right. Okay. Now. Okay. First word is what are you feeding the dog? Iams. Iams, and how have you done any rotation or anything? No. Okay, so that's the first thing you got to change. Because usually when a dog is licking a lot of stuff, dogs are really uh, unique. If they're missing something, they will find it around them, you know, like a mineral or something like that. That's why a lot of dogs will eat rabbit poop and deer poop because they're missing enzymes in in dogs that eat their own poop. Okay, they're missing enzymes in their gut system. And so they're very geared to finding what their digestive system needs. All right. So because he's licking like that, because they do lick out of nervousness, you know, like it's like a pacifier thing. Okay, to calm themselves down. But if he's licking Mm -hmm. his legs and other things, I would say what's happening is that he's because licking um oh what was it i can't remember it was dr becker there's two websites because they just did an article uh, on dogs that overlick that is usually is uh, a digestive disorder that the problem is and so it's called okay. probiotics digestive enzymes and get a uh, feed a good food and then rotating the diet is huge now personally i what you're feeding i am not a fan of all right okay. and so um they've had a because? lot of pro- yeah they've, well they've had a lot of 
if you Google it, anytime people want a dog food, I say Google it and find out how what how many recalls they've had, and then what okay. they, what the recalls were, and they've had uh, considerably enough of them, and and so okay. you you can do better. And then also too, you know, there's chicken, and then there's chicken, and there's beef, and then there's beef. Okay, the quality of ingredients, just because it says chicken, you don't know what that chicken looked like, you know, what before it went in to be cooked. <laughs> okay, right. And so that's where you got to know the 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 corporate, well, not the corporate, but who makes the dog food. You know, like, you know, Nutrisource is made in Perm, Minnesota, and it's a family-owned. They make their own. They buy their own stuff. It's very, the family-owned companies are becoming rarely because corporations are buying them out. And when the corporations like, you know, Mars, Del Monte, Procter & Gamble, when they buy these companies out, you know, obviously, it's a big court company, right? They want to make yeah. cheap food but not change the price. <laughs> and so that's where you've got to do your due diligence. If you want to read up on dog food in general feed your pet right by nestle feed your pet right and that will enlighten you a lot about you know the the dog food industry or the pet food industry and not just dog and cat but anyway so that's why and a lot of breeders will say oh this is what we if you talk to breeders and ask why they feed it and they'll look at you and just say well my breeder told me that they don't realize what are they truly feeding, all right? And so that's mm-hmm. where you've got to do your due diligence and look into what are the companies and how they make their food. Do they outsource from China? If so, how much? What do they get? Are they getting their chicken from China? Are they getting all their meats from China? You know what I mean? So it's really important that you you do you know you look, and that's why I prefer for you know the uh, the dry food. I use you know Nutrisource and the Pure Vita, you know from Perm, Minnesota, okay. because they are they're yeah, it's just they're just unbelievable. Go to Nutrisource Pet foods.com and then you can read up on their good for life system and such like that but anyway so i would definitely change the diet here and so we got to run to break but hold on so we can discuss this more because there's things that you need to do here okay okay so don't hang up all right okay where do shrimp go to if they need money where do shrimp go if they need money we'll be back all righty then that would be katie K9. Now, this one is kind of a dumb one. I didn't really look ahead, so it's really kind of dumb. So where do shrimp go to if they need money? I'm just going to tell you this because I really don't get it either. Okay. Okay. The prawn shop. Prawn. P-R-A-W-N. Yep. Okay, I get shop. it. Oh, see, I don't get it. Because shrimp are called prawns. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, That's another I didn't word know for that. shrimp. Yep. Well, look at you. You talk yeah. as they go to the prawn. <laughs> and did you know that a shrimp's heart is located in his head? I did know that. I did not know that. Yes. Yeah, the dang shrimp. The only reason I knew that is because, like, we did, I remember in high school, we did, like, a whole kind of shrimp unit. <laughs> okay. If that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe get- it's called the crust, crustacean unit. I don't even know. Oh, okay. I don't even know. But, uh, yeah, we, like, were doing all this weird stuff. All right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we're talking to Kelly Joe, which I love that name, with the lab licking everything. And so heads up, if your dog is licking everything, there's a reason why. It usually has to do with the gut. And they're they're lacking stuff in their gut, and so uh, food change is needed. And then, Kelly Joe, are you with us? I'm here. Okay, you need probiotics. All right. right. You can use people probiotics if you want, but you can, uh, there's a lot of probiotics. There's vitalplanet.com. There's animalessentials.com. Otherwise, you can go to the local health health food store and you can get uh, uh, probiotics. Okay. Then you also need a digestive enzyme, which is totally different than a probiotic. Okay. okay? And so digest, same with those ones that I just gave you. You can get uh, uh, digestive enzymes uh, through there. All right. And then um, you might want, and then changing the food is a huge part of this and then like my guess is what have you been feeding a chicken base or a lamb base this whole time 
chicken. Yep, and so the thing is, is that that starts calling at, causing allergies. You got to remember that dogs are put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything. Lucky them, we bring them into our house and feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. So what happens is, as they age, usually when they get to three, four years old, then st- things start going south because there hasn't been enough rotation in the diet for different enzymes. Because you know, you digest an apple different than you digest an orange. You digest beef different than you digest lamb, okay? And so that's okay. it. And all those take different enzymes to break down and process. And so if your dog is on the exact same thing, every, you know, I mean, that's where the problem lies. And so that's why rotation is a must. Now, you may say, well, my, my vet told me. Now, first of all, you got to remember that 98, I'd say at least 98% of all vets know nothing about good nutrition. They're great at diseases and always and such like that. And so same with us human medical doctors, okay? They're great at always, always and diseases and such. But when it comes to meta, you know, to do, do things with, you know, like uh, homeopathic or natural things, they just want to diagnose and prescribe. They want to give you a steroid. They want to do this, okay? Because that's what most people like. If the dog is over itching, they put them on steroids. All that does is mask the problem. When you take them off the steroid, they start itching again. So what's causing right. the itching? And ninety nine percent of the time is being fed the same food for too long and over vaccinations. And so that's okay. why what you got to do is look at the overall and and to help your dog here. And that's why I love the Nutrisource, and they also have a line called Pure Vita. And what that is, the Pure Vita, the difference between the two, the Pure Vita is what we call a single source protein. When it says mm-hmm. duck, it's only duck. When it says turkey, it's only turkey. If you look at all the other, you know, like Nutrisource 2 and all the other ones, to get the protein level, sometimes they'll grab a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And so there really winds up not being, you know, so, so that's why what you want to do. And if you feed that exact same thing over and over, you're feeding the same thing over and over. So you've got to make sure that you, you know, like, like I say, one time do a lamb, one time do a turkey, one time do a beef, you know, stay away from the large fish, the salmon and the tuna, because that's heavy okay. metal and they have heavy metals in them. And so you could feed salmon once a week, but that's it. Even the humans were only supposed to eat the heavy metal fish, salmon and tuna, the big fish once a week, because uh, I, more than that, we it's there's too much contamination with the heavy metals. Now, sh- sardines, anchovies, krill, all that is, those are small fish, so those are fine, mm-hmm. okay? Trout is okay. A, considered a small fish, fine, all right? But still, you don't want to feed anything longer than two weeks is the max. If you can change at the end of the week, excellent. You know what I mean? My dogs will get one thing today and another thing tomorrow and a different thing the following day, because I go buy all this food, and then I just open, my, open the cat uh, and I pull out, okay, today, this is what you're getting. <laughs> and so that's okay. why, the, but you got to rotate into that. You can't, that, you know, my dogs have been on rotation diet, well, for Gilligan for eight years and uh, Zelda for 11 years and whatever. But, you know, so now I could give them anything at any time and they, they've never had it before and there's got to be any problem. Because if a dog's gut system is in good shape, it's like battery acid. It'll break down 10-day-old roadkill sitting in the sun and they won't even skip a beat. They, there's no runs, there's no getting sick, nothing. But the average dog, if they don't have enough, you know, good enzymes from a rotation by getting different things, giving people food. You're making an egg, make one for the dog. You know, but consider that when you go to feed them so you don't get your dog too fat, okay? Right. But anyway, so that's what the, that's what you got to do is in slowly, if your dog has been fed th- that same diet, it's going to take you a while here. It might take you about two months or three months of, ro- you know, ro- ro- slowly rotating in things till you can get them so that you can just open anything at any time and there's no problem. And what you do is like, so- let's... Let's say you're going to try um, the beef and rice from uh, Nutrisource. 
Mm-hmm. So what you do is you go a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old, all right, for maybe okay. about three, four days, and then uh, try a 50-50. Now watch the doo-doos. If the doo-doos are starting to get a little soft, back up. You want too fast. Maybe do that, tw- you know, 25 to, you know, a quarter or bleh, a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. Maybe do it for uh, a week, okay, and then do a 50-50. Your dog's gut system will tell you if you're going too fast. And then eventually as you start getting used to the rotation, you want at least three different, I tell people do one bag of grain free one bag not one bag of dog grain free not and then one not because unless your dog is you know definitely has allergies to something you know as far as uh you know because uh, one thing that's neat about all the nutrisource and, and pure ride there is no wheat or corn in that and those are the highest allergens for a dog wheat and corn all right being okay. fed over and over and over and over again so anyway, but uh, yeah, so that's what I, what you should start doing. And then plus, see, I never feed my dry food dry um, because that's like eating a box of saltine crackers and then they go yeah. and drink a buttload of water and that all hits the stomach and expands in the stomach. So I put what I'm feeding in the bowl put hot tap water and the reason why hot is because it helps break down the nuggets quicker i put hot tap water in until it all floats really nice put it aside wait for all the water to be gone and then fluff it the the kibble with a fork and feel it is it soft is it all soft great put your supplements in feed it now and now you're going to feed a lot less because now the dog can absorb more of it they don't have to work so hard at breaking it down due to the process of making the food all right okay and so anyway so that's what i would start doing and i think you're going to see a huge difference but definitely what why he's over licking things is he's looking for something um and and like i said if he starts to lick you ah, 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 no lick and then redirect where's your ball let's go try over here you know so redirect but i would say because he's lifting licking his legs and stuff like that i'd say he's just on the also too but got to reconsider all your vaccinations what vaccinations if ever are you going to do again the only one right. is the only one that is required by law is rabies and that's every three years don't let anybody tell you any different every three years and as of 2011 all vaccinations are good for three years okay so the thing is is that now what are the other ones am i going to do now i'm a big from everything that i've learned okay i believe shots are good for the life of the dog so you've got to do your due diligence and be don't the three words that all vets hate Katie Canine says, <laughs> okay. yeah. you got to yeah, understand. I listen to every week and that's, and I keep telling my husband, I'm like, We're, it's not, you shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. he's like, well, why? And I said, because Katie Canine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But there is, there's so much for you to learn. Go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. That's a okay. huge one. Go to that, 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 healthy pets dot Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A dot com. And then all that one again. Uh, healthy pets dot Mercola M E R C O L A dot com, and then the other okay. one is too is Homo Pet H E M O Pet dot org dot org. That's Doctor Jean Dodd's uh, resource log blog, and, and she will okay. learn so much from Doctor Jean Dodds. She's she's the guru of us trying to stop the shots. That shots are good for the life of the dog. Okay. Okay. So that's homopet.org. All right. But so, and you got to start learning. Type in, you know, like uh, those other two sites, you know, type in like uh, heartworm. Should I do heartworm? I don't myself, but I have my dogs tested once a year. Okay. So the thing is, is that you got to recite all the chemicals you put on or in the dog is what's going to, you know, go with how good their immune system is and if it's going to break down and now you got problems. Okay. 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 Go forth. And correct the problem. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Have a good one. Take, take you care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
There you go. Thank you, Kelly Joe. That was good. But the, yeah, dogs that are over licking, there is, it has to do with their digestive system, has to do with allergies, has to do with what you're feeding the dog, has to do with over vaccinations and over chemicals, whether it's flea, tick, you know, a heartworm, stuff like that. So you, you've got to look at the big picture. You've got to learn, read, and make your decisions that you're comfortable with. All right. And like I say, don't go into your vet and say, Katie Canine says, and they're just going to shake their head and just kind of pull, you know, want to kick me. <laughs> so we don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. Who's up next? Okay, well, we can start briefly with um, Stephanie. With uh, She has a question about food aggression. All right. Hi, Stephanie. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm well. Thank you so much for talking to me. Well, thanks for calling. So what kind of pupper I, do you got? Well, the one that is being the troublemaker is a terrier, some kind of terrier mix. Okay. How many um, pounds? She's about 16 pounds. Okay. And she's about three years old. We got her when she was one. All right. So she's, she has this food aggression, and she's good when we feed everybody. They, we feed everybody kind of apart from each other. We have three dogs. Mm-hmm. And she respects everybody's space around their bowls. But about every four or five months, when food falls to the floor, she freaks out, and she'll attack other dogs. All right. So this happens about a week and a half ago, and it actually was really bad. We ended up at the vet with one of our dogs because of injuries she okay. caused. Right. What are the other two dogs? What kind of dogs? I have a mini poodle, and I have another kind of terrier mix. Okay. And they're all about the same size? Yeah. So okay. she's the biggest. Okay. Um, and then the mini poodle's eight pounds, and the other one's probably 14 pounds. Okay. Okay, and so it, it's like you're cooking something and the, you're, you're chopping up stuff and it and something falls yeah. to the floor and then she goes nuts, correct? Yeah. Okay, and so and this happens all the time? It's not all the time. Like sometimes something will fall to the floor and she's like, no big deal. She'll okay. try to get it, but if somebody else gets it, no big deal. Okay. And it's about every four or five months something just snaps when something falls and she goes crazy. Okay. Why don't you hold on to that thought because we got to run. Uh, Excellent. Okay, so hold on. Don't hang up. We'll be back, okay? All right. When is a black dog not a black dog? When is a black dog not a black dog? Be back. Hey, thanks for staying with the Kitty K9 Show. I greatly appreciate it. Don't forget, you can podcast any of my shows. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to the Katie K9 uh, page, and you can get, catch uh, my Facebook page, which I post a lot of information stuff that you need, pet owners need to know, and then a lot of funny stuff. So if you need a good smile, go to the Katie K9 Facebook page. You can get that off of mytalk1071.com. Also, to uh, podcast. We're podcasting every show here at MyTalk all over the world. And I just want to remind you that uh, pinkyswear.org, pinky swear.org Nutrisource is huge supporter of Pinky Swear and what it is is that it's a foundation that helps kids with cancer and their families responding to immediate crisis and uh, just you know like let's say the car breaks down and you know they don't now they don't have a means to get to the hospital and the the, the funds are low notify Pinky Swear Foundation and hopefully that they'll be able to help you Uh, groceries running low on groceries running out of money get a hold of Pinky Swear Uh, it just it's just Check out PickySwear.org, and they have events all over the Twin Cities, all over the United States uh, for fundraisers to fund Pinky Swear. And Nutrisource is committed to uh, donating $1 million to Pinky Swear. So when you buy their products, they so much of the products, uh, the do- the treats, the food, and such like that goes to uh, the Pinky Swear Foundation. That's PickySwear.org. All right. What do you call, what, when is a black dog not a black dog? At nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> 
I suppose that could work. I when don't know. it's a greyhound. Oh, okay. When it's a greyhound. I kind of liked mine better. But. Yeah, that, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, well, let's get back to I was to, trying to think <laughs> cleverly. But. Yeah, yeah that, that was good. That could be another answer. Okay. That could. So, you know, just like uh, Paul Black. You yeah, know, yeah. That, we're just making days. up our own answers yeah, over one of these here. So, return that book with all the, the other answers that could I don't be used. think he's ever going to return it. Well, you know, I was just thinking positive. <laughs> yes, yes. Sending positive vibes. There you go. Okay, we're talking to Stephanie. Food aggression little terrier terrier terrorist <laughs> but yes, anyway, he is a terrorist. there you go uh one thing that i think i would start doing because you said you feed them in all the same in, the, in like in the same room but they can't see each other um yeah well kind of in the same well kind of in the same room yeah because food is what especially as dogs age they get a little bit more territorial a little bit more snotty over their dish and yeah. so I, I try i strongly suggest to anybody that have multiple dogs they all are fed in behind closed doors so okay. you know like we put one in the laundry room put one in the bathroom one in the kitchen you know okay. so that when one because they all eat at different rates and you don't yep. want one quick scar and then go and checking everybody else out and then one dog decides that day that you know i've had enough of you poking your head in my butt dish i'm taking you out yep. all right and so that's okay. why i'm a big believer and you got multiple dogs my dogs all get fed in their kennels so okay. that i when i know exactly now how much everybody ate and nobody's going to cause any fights uh, because he had a bad day all right yep. okay. okay so that's a, that's a big thing then another thing too is that dogs deem things at high value like let's say you dropped a piece of raw hamburger that's high value because a dog can smell it immediately they don't have to go you know what i mean the minute it's flying through the air to hit that floor they're knowing whether it's a carrot <laughs> or yeah. whether it's a piece of raw meat or something like that where it's high value it was high value it was taco bell all righty then <laughs> and so i i guess the only thing because it's re- this is really hard the only thing that you can really a couple things okay is if this was my house number one if food is going to be involved in the kitchen that dog would be in a kennel until okay. i like i'm done preparing food or we're done eating food so i don't yeah. I'm going to set myself up, okay? Another thing I would do is that um, I let the dog drag a six-foot nylon leash around the house. So yep. in case you can see she's about ready to amp up, you've got something to quick step on. You don't have to go to the collar or the dog. You pick up that leash and go, wrong, and, and you can get him out of there right now, okay? Yep. okay. And so by letting him do it, so that's kind of your safety line. And, uh, you know, if the dog tries to eat it, ah, use a spray bottle or a shake can, shake it, ah, leave it. All right, okay. so they, they learn to just walk around with it. At first, it's kind of like, what is this? And then eventually, <laughs> okay. they're kind of like, oh, okay. But you got to also remember, if you leave the house, make sure you take that off, okay? okay. But anyway, so but the, the, when it comes to food, and same with like if you've got little kids around or, you know, you got a doings that's you know, going to be around with, you know, food and, you know, people are going to drive. That dog is in a kennel in a different room, so you've got total control of the situation, all right? Okay. Because some dogs, like I say, could be, if it, but if they deem it high value, and like I say, as it's coming down from the top, you know, from the countertop, they can tell right away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if it's something worthy, to, you know, that, okay, no, that one is mine. <laughs> yeah, or, that makes sense. Or if it's a le- piece of lettuce, yeah, not so much, you can have that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, but you know the ammo, so it's not a question of, you know, bad dog, shame on you. The food uh, uh, where they deem things high value is, it all has to do with the personality of the dog. There's some dogs that's like, yeah, whatever, okay, but then there's some that are like mine and nobody yeah. else, and then that's it, and they'll move heaven and earth to get that and they'll take out anybody trying <laughs> yeah and so that's why so now what you got to do is plan ahead and say this is the new rule you know and let everybody write it down so everybody and put it on the refrigerator everybody goes to the refrigerator at least a couple times a day and put it on the refrigerator and then say hey you know if you're going to be monkeying around with food in the kitchen where is petunia okay put petunia you know in the kennel behind closed doors has she ever been acclimated to a kennel 
She unfortunately has not. Okay. But she is acclimated of being like sequestered, you know, in a smaller area. Okay, good, good, good. Cause so that's going to be, you know, where's Petunia? Is she, is she in the area? <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody's got to be, because that's the, for the safety of the other dogs, obviously. And then also, too, like I say, have her drag that leash around. So in case somebody's not paying attention and something does happen, you can yeah. just dive in and grab that leash and at least get her off the situation. And then okay. now make sure you don't go pick, try to pick her up when she's like that. Just take yeah. the leash and keep her on the ground and then bring her to, you know, like another room and shut the door so she can, you know, calm herself down. Yeah, All right. Okay. And when a, when an incident happens like that, the other the dog, especially that she took after, did she get both of them or just one of them? Just one of them. Okay, that dog is going to be walking like an eggshells, you know, for a while. The yeah. Lo- the more time that passes between the incident, then calmness gets better. But right now, so you've got to really pay attention because you know with that one, because that that one there might you know be planning. <laughs> no, they don't plan like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean. So they're they're those two are rocky right now. Uh, until, okay. until when when a month can pass, then it's less rocky. Two months, less rocky. You know, the the more time between. It's just like if you had a bad accident, like or with a car. You know, the first time you get in a car for the you know first two weeks, you're like a cat in a hot tin roof because you're you know you remember you, the visualization of the accident you were in is so crisp all right right okay and then the more you get to drive and the more time between it starts fading and then you're not as nervous and and as white knuckled and that's the same thing with what happens with the dogs yeah normally these two are pretty good best buddies yeah and you're right they um they play wrestle a lot and they're just starting to now kind of wrestle again a little bit yep and so what you got to do though is uh, because that dog has crossed the line with that one yeah pay attention if it starts to amped up then redirect hey where's your ball let's go outside and okay. go potty don't because all of a sudden that you know that uh, the what do you the memory of getting beat up yeah, yeah. <laughs> can flash back and then something can happen all right okay. so that's why you got to be a good play watcher that if it's starting to amp up redirect Get okay. them onto something else or, you know, call one over, keep one with you. You know I mean? Really pay attention so that it all of a sudden, you know, something doesn't re- reappear. Okay. 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 Excellent. Thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yep, uh, that's uh, people just don't realize, uh, you know, when you have dissension amongst the ranks. And usually, like I say, uh, one thing that people aren't in tune with is if there's stress in the house, let's say uh, there's a divorce pending, maybe you know, kids are giving you trouble, the, you know, the volume has been kind of high and swear words have been flying in the house. The dogs pick up on our emotional, okay? They, it sends them into emotional, emotional turmoil also. And so that's why sometimes when a dog is stressed, that will induce fights amongst the other dogs. They're feeling stressed. They don't know to, how to deal. They can't go over and say, can you sit down? Let's discuss. <laughs> All they know how to do is work out stress with their own kind if you have multiple dogs all right usually they will you know get ticked at somebody else and then take it out you know how like if you're mad you you don't take it out on the person that should get it you take it out on somebody else right like where'd yeah. that come from yeah well that was from today my my day sucked <laughs> right you know from this this and this and so then all of a they that one person just does one little thing and you just you bombard them and that's the same thing that can happen to dogs and people like where'd that come from well look at what's been going on in the house and so because dogs they are an emotional 
sponge. Uh, they are so into our emotions, and the longer we have them, the more into it they are. And remember, all our emotions have a smell. If we're really happy, kind of happy, sort of happy. Really mad, kind of mad, sort of, you know. So it's really, really important that you you understand your dog and watch them and see what's happening, especially if multiple dogs, that the stress that the humans are feeling are now going into the dogs, and now the dogs are stressing out, and all of a sudden a fight will it will ensue. Uh, there's a book, you know, uh, help, uh, uh, People Training for Good Dogs by Melissa Berryman. That is a Bible for all dog owners. Love Melissa. Uh, you can go to her website, uh, Melissa Berryman. Uh, but uh, People Training, take the first letter, People Training P for Good Dogs, and then dot com okay and you can read your site but yeah you need to uh, work it out you got to understand the dogs we take the time to teach the dogs our language he'll sit down stay very few owners take the time to understand what are stress signals that the dogs are showing and trying to show us or trying to talk to us that i am not happy here they're yawning they're not bored what they are is that's called a stress yawn and there's different degrees of stress yawn that if you want to learn about that read canine body language by brenda aloff canine body language so anyway so hopefully we can get you to learn more about your dog and all will be right with the world okay what do you get it's time to start talking about this what do you get when you cross a pig with a christmas tree what do you get when you cross a christmas tree with a pig we'll be back